In today's show, we're going to recap all of the games from Sunday. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And you can also check out your favorite team's Locked On Podcast right across every league, the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, college sports as well. We've got a podcast to cover your favorite team. So we're here. We're going to talk the games from Sunday. I'm going to add a little a couple, one or two new segments here. Uh, on the show, so we'll uh, we'll get into that as well. In fact, let's get into it right now. This is not a new segment, but we're just going to cover the news that has happened over the last few days since we've spoken. Kevin Durant, Steve Nash came out. I didn't really have this worry, but Kevin Durant uh, is going to play most back-to-backs this year. He won't play all back-to-backs. Pretty much nobody will. There'll be games missed for people. But this is one of those things that I talked about a lot in the offseason. The only guys I really had that big worry with were guys coming back from injury. Clay Thompson, John Isaac, maybe Mike Conley. But I don't think anyone was coming in with a, with a diet of we are sitting every back-to-back. And yes, the, the Nets did sit Blake Griffin in the back-to-back. They played him in back-to-backs last year. There's no guarantee that they sit him in all back-to-backs this season either. But Durant, yeah, that does, this doesn't preclude him from getting hurt, of course. It just means he's not going to miss out on those 12 back-to-backs uh, throughout the year as a routine thing. Rui Hachimura is still out for the Wizards. That gives Kyle Kuzma a bump in his short-term value. I don't know what they're going to do. They might start those two together and then put KCP to the bench. It's a pretty rough shooting combination of Kuzma and Hachimura at the three and the four, but maybe that's what they do. But for now, Kuzma's value is sky high with Hachimura still sidelined. And then Norman Powell, it does. they, they said that he escaped major injury, but they also listed it as a left patellar tendinopathy. That's not great. I can I can see a couple of weeks out for Powell. They haven't announced that. He is going to miss tomorrow's game, but we don't know exactly how long he'll be out for. In terms of replacements, you're looking for deeper leagues at, at Nasir Little and Anthony Simons. Very deep leagues for Dennis Smith Jr. But nothing, I don't think, that really cracks into 12-team league discussion. So Norm Powell going to miss a little bit of time there with that, uh, with that knee injury. This is the thing that I wanted to bring in. I think, should I do it every day? I think I'm going to do it every day. Look at Yahoo. They've got a thing on, on their site where you can look at who the most traded player has been over the last day. And I'm going to look at the trades that went down. And just so you can get an idea of how these players are being valued. Now, some of them are obviously ridiculous. Or some of them are obviously dynasty-based trades. And I eliminate those. But Ben Simmons is has been the most traded player across Yahoo to, um, to begin this season. Some of the trades that went down in the last 24 hours... He was traded for Stephen Adams. He was traded for Keldon Johnson. He was traded for a combination of Kemba Walker and Colin Sexton. And he was traded for Jordan Clarkson. So that gives you an idea of where the value sits. It's not top 50. It's 70 to 110 sort of zone. Jordan Clarkson, like 120th best player. This doesn't tell me if they're category leagues or points leagues or whatever. Right, but you know, Keldon Johnson's like a top 100 at best points league guy, top 140 category league guy. Kemba Walker, Colin Sexton. Kemba's really struggling. Sexton's struggling a little bit as well, but it's like a top 80 guy. 
Steven Adams, maybe he's top 110. Like these are not high value options. So if you do have Simmons and you're looking to get out of the business of having Ben Simmons, there's not much value there in a trade. So I'd be inclined based on that market value at the moment. If I could get Colin Sexton back, I might do it, even though he is in a bit of a slump. But for Steve Adams, Calden Johnson, Jordan Clarkson, I wouldn't bother. I would just ride out Ben Simmons and see where it goes. But that's the return we're getting. Yeah, it's not very exciting, is it? Let's look at the top ads now across um, the last 12 hours. Normally, I'll do this 24 hours, but because we did a waiver wire show earlier today, since then, these have been the top ads. We've seen Franz Wagner. He's up almost 9% in roster percentage. It helps that Trimmer Kiki's already been ruled out for Monday. We don't know if Gary Harris is going to play in that game. Wagner's been starting and producing really nice numbers across the board. So he's worth an ad for sure. Cam Reddish is up 7%. Yeah, I am skeptical of Reddish because he's not going to be a 64% or whatever he is. Three-point shooter, that's not going to happen. Uh, the minutes in, were encouraging last game. He's worth a flyer to see what happens. Eric Gordon's up 5.6%. Well, after today's two-point outing uh, against Boston, I reckon you might want to drop him. He's just a streamer. He's absolutely no way a 12-team league guy. LaMarcus Aldridge up 5.4%. He was all right today. He was okay. I wouldn't say that he's going to be a guaranteed must-roster guy, but he, he has some value. I think there is a risk that he does sit Monday with it being a back-to-back. Ubre's up 4.2%. He struggled in today's game as well. I think while Rogier is sidelined, Ubre is a 12-team league option. Cody Martin up 3.4%. He's playing well. He's a top 100 guy somehow. Um, I, I wouldn't add him in 12-team leagues, but Derek Rose up 3.4%. He was great. Closed over Kemba Walker. I think you got to have Derek Rose in a 12-team league. I, I think you have to at this point. I don't think we can. Uh, I don't think there's any real uh, argument for not having uh, Derek Rose rostered in a 12-team league. Yes, he'll probably get hurt, but if he's on your wire, you go and grab him. In terms of guys that are drops, Devin Vassell down 5%. Really strong first game. Dropped off since then. Drop him off. See you later. Uh, Malik Beasley. He's playing like very low 20s in the minutes. If there is someone out there that you want, maybe you do want to add Franz Wagner. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll drop Beasley for him immediately. No problem with that whatsoever. Thad Young down 3.5%. He's played one out of the three games. Clear drop. Goran Dragic down 3.5%, the iron shoulder. He's playing like 13 minutes a night for Toronto. Absolute drop in even 14-team leagues. And Ken Birch, yeah, it's been Precious Achua who's getting those minutes. Birch, even at the best of times, struggles to be a 12-team league guy. He shouldn't have been drafted, in my opinion. And yeah, he's a, a very, very clear drop with, uh, with how things are transitioning there at the moment. But guys, if you want to hear about something, which I think you're going to love, it is Price Picks. It is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. It has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bench players playing just a few minutes per game. Whatever prop you can think of, assists, points, rebounds, blocks, threes, uh, steals, whatever, it's all there on Price Picks. What you do, well, first of all, you go and you sign up and then you use our code NBA and you get 100% match deposit up to $100. That's easy. And then you pick two to five players and you just go over under their specific props. You add them together and you can win up to 10 times your entry fee just like that. Price Picks also offers mixed sport entries. Football with basketball combined. Throw it together. Baseball World Series with basketball. Combine them together. Easy stuff. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, less via the website or via the app. And withdrawals are safe and fast. So don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PricePix is daily fantasy made easy. This is familiar. This might be familiar. It should be familiar to you. You watch sports in one spot. 
your other shows somewhere else. You've got your highlights on your phone. Then you've got someone else's login to watch the other stuff. It's all over the place. It's an absolute shambles. What I want to tell you about a way where you can finally get your TV together. It is Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites all together in one place like never before. You can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in that one spot. No more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. All right, so let's now, after looking at those... um, what do I call it? The top, yeah, the, the top ads and drops. That's what we want to do. Let's look at the first game of the day. And it was the Charlotte Hornets and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Hornets, 3-0 and to begin this season. They get the win over the Nets. As I said, the Nets were obviously without Kyrie Irving. The Hornets were without Terry Rozier. He's barely played this year for them. He's missed two games and he was barely there in that first one. Massive win, 111.95 for Charlotte. Um, let's have a look at, at how this you know, played out. Let's talk Miles Bridges because he's he's honestly ridiculous. At the time of me recording this, he's the ninth-ranked player in category leagues. He had 32-9 and nine with three threes, two steals, and a block. He was 11 of 12 from the line. He was 56% from the field. And, and I would say that he's 55% shooting from two in this game. He's unrealistic, but he shot 58% all of last year from two. He was also hit 60% of his threes here. And he's at 44% from the year. But he shot 40% last year. I went through and went, all right. The most encouraging thing to me is Bridges, instead of playing 29 minutes, he's playing 33, 34 a night. That's a top 50 player. He's really, really just absolutely rocketed. 55 fantasy points today as well. He's killing it. Lamello Ball, only 26 minutes. Not an injury. He was good. But Ish Smith was just killing him. So Lamello and Borrego just said, stay out there, Ish. Lamello had 18, 5, and 5. He had a block year to 3. His three-point shooting dropped off, one of six, but still, it's really, really good. Lamelo's the 14th-ranked player this season. Cody Martin played 32 minutes. That's, yeah, in large part because Rozier is out, but 12-3-5 with two triples. As I said in the earlier part, he's the 80th-ranked player this season. Nice 14-team league guy, that's probably it. Ishmith was great, 15-4-4 with a triple one, great numbers, just a deeper league guy, just a streamer, while Ubre, after a hot shooting night the other night, just nine points in 23 minutes. He, he can be a 12-team league option, for sure but I wouldn't look at him as a guy that's going to maintain that all season. PJ Washington Jr., a little bit better for him, 26 minutes, but only five and six with two steals. I think with the way that they're running the rotation, with how Miles Bridges is playing, it's very hard to justify PJ as an absolute must-roster guy. You can hold him, and I probably would suggest it depending on who you're adding, but it's not looking great. Mason Plumley, I think, is a 12-team guy. He only had five points, but he had five boards, three uh, steals, and two blocks. 100% from the field. And his value is really just tanked by being one of four from the line. Well, it was an absolute stinker from Haywood. Eight points in 33 minutes. Just don't worry too much about that. For the Nets, should we talk about Jim Harden first? Let's do it. 15, 7, and 8. A steal, a block, and two threes. That's really bad for James Harden. He's the 21st ranked player so far this season. He was one of one from the line. He's taken nine free throws all season. He's like a nine free throw a game player. It's well down, obviously. Everyone across the league is well down on free throws. Harden will improve here, but I, I tend to believe there's something in what Steve Nash said and that he's being scapegoated a bit because of the, the, the new rules are the Harden rules and he's being unfairly called in some instances. I do agree with that. He will adapt. But one thing I'm more looking at is he's not going to shoot 34% or 35% from two, which he's doing. 
that'll come up. He's still getting, yeah, seven rebounds, eight assists, one steal, one block. If he hits his normal level of like being a 55% two-point guy, he's, yeah, 22, seven and eight. It's really bloody good. Durant had 38 and five. He was excellent. True shooting 76% in this game. Two threes with three assists. He's been really good. He is the sixth ranked player this season. While Aldridge, it said, only played 22 minutes, but nine and eight with a steal and two blocks. That has some 12-team value. If you stream him in, sure. But yeah, I'm not sure he's going to be must hold. We got it. We got Bruce Brown. We, he played. Baby shark, do, 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 do. 27 minutes with Griffin out. He didn't start. They started Javon Carter for God knows what reason. But Brown had eight and seven with a steal and two blocks. I don't think it's going to be long before Brown is back into a 23, 24 minute a night role. That doesn't mean you need him in 12 team leagues, but it's at least something worth looking at. And Joe Harris. I'm sorry, Joe. Jack Armstrong says, Get that garbage out of here! He's clearly not garbage and he is better than this, but he's a three point specialist. That's it. He had seven points with one three. You can find these dudes off the wire. In fact, he'll be one of those guys that you can find off the wire. He is not, in my opinion, a must-roster guy. Nick Claxton's on a 12-team league player, 5-4 and four in 18 minutes, while Paddy Mills, told you, I told you he wouldn't hit every three ever. He was one of six from three. The streak is broken. Five points in 32 minutes. Now, it's encouraging that he's getting that many minutes. Though, to me, like even with this hot start, he's not a top 100 player in categories. He misses a by a bee's dick. He's 102nd, but he's not top 100. I think he's more 14 team than 12 team at, at this stage. Um, and I reckon that covers it for looking at the Nets. Lots of stuff to um, lots of stuff to talk about in that game. Let's go to the next one where the Orlando Magic, they stun the New York Knickerbockers 110 to 104. Let's start with Cole Anthony, who was dreadful to begin this season and amazing here. 29, 16, and 8 is just a gigantic performance. 62 fantasy points. Five triples, one steal, 56% shooting. He's been shit. There's, he's been bad. And this was excellent. I hope he can continue it. I worry about what happens when Harrison Fultz come back. He's worth at least a short-term ad for now. Wendell Carter, 11-9, four blocks, one three. You know I really like Wendell Carter as a player. I think he can become a very, very good player in the NBA. Um, it's always been about getting the right minutes and staying out of foul trouble and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, that just hasn't, Hasn't been the case yet, but here it is. This is what we like from him. Now, again, I don't know when Akiki and Isaac are back, how they're going to run this. For now, we hold him and we hope it stays. Terrence Ross started this game slow, but ended with 22 points. He's an excellent points and threes guy, much like a Tim Hardaway in Dallas, although Ross probably drops off. Or Franz Wagner played 39 minutes for Franz. 10 and 7, 2 assists, 2 steals. He's 116th on the year. I think he does deserve a 12-team league roster spot. While I am holding Jalen Suggs, only 24 minutes for Suggsy. 11-1-3 with a steal. Poor shooting. We saw it today. We're going to talk about it with the Rockets and the Thunder. Like, rookies are going to struggle at times. I think we're holding him. While it wasn't a good night for Mo Bamba. One, two, three, four, five. He played 34 minutes. That's excellent. But only 10 points on 27% shooting. No threes, no blocks. The 13 rebounds are nice. Of course, we're holding him. For the Knicks, the double royal, Julius Randle. I thought that there might be some regression from Randall. He's the fifth-ranked player this season. He shot horribly. I thought that would improve, 33%. But 30 and 16, two threes. And the assists are a little bit down. Two steals and four blocks, though. Whoo, boy. Is he bringing defense now? I don't trust it. But that's a really, really excellent start. I would say that he's somewhat of a sell high. But I don't know. Maybe he's not. 70 fantasy points in today's game for Julius Randall. He is putting up. Look, some really, really big numbers. And 
yeah, we hope that yeah, he can somewhat continue this. What's he averaging so far this season? 29, 11, and 6 with a steal and 2.3 blocks. The 2.3 blocks is the one that we do expect to fall down there. Rowan Barrett, he just hasn't really taken any steps forward, has he? 150th ranked player. I mean, just in terms of fantasy value. 12, 4, and 5, and a 3. 29% shooting. He's going to be up and down. He's still holding him, but ugh. And what about Mitchie Robinson? And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. Hurt his ankle early, but returned. Played 33 minutes. And in those 33 minutes, only four fouls. And he blocked shots. It's all coming together. 10 and 10, two steals, three blocks. That's great. Nerlens Noel wasn't back, but Taj was. And we still got 33 Mitchell Robinson minutes, even with a sore ankle. Really encouraging stuff. Derek Rose, I said earlier, I think he's got to be a 12-team league guy. 23 points, five triples, 29 minutes, two steals. Really good stuff. Super efficient. And that brings us to uh, Kemba Walker. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, you shit ass. 10 points, two threes, three assists. He shot the ball well. He was a minus 14, which was team worst. And Derek Rose is Tibbs' boyfriend, so he's going to play. I thought that they'd just give 30 minutes to, to Walker. And he, look, he looked spry at the end of last season. He looked good. He, he does not look good. I am holding him, but I'm, I'm not, not feeling good about it. I'm not feeling good at all. With um, Taj Gibson back, Obi Toppin played basically just as the backup to Randall, just 12 minutes. So any of you who added him in 12-team leagues, you can piss him straight off out of there. While quickly played, barely as well. 12 minutes for Emmanuel quickly. There's just not enough minutes. That was always going to be the problem for him this year. There just is not enough playing time for him. We did get 25 minutes of Alec Burks. Um, nine and four with a triple one. Yeah, it's just hard to see how he's going to have enough value to have any sort of like 12-team league uh, impact at this stage. But you never know. I don't think he's getting to 12-team leagues. Um, all right, guys. It's time for me to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. What is it? It's Built Bar. What's your favorite flavor? Raspberry, strawberry, orange, coconut, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie. There's so many great flavors out there. And you can also have these delicious protein bars that taste like candy bars, but they're good for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and four to five grams of net carbs. Don't forget that you can get your Built Bars for 15% off by using the promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. So load up your cart, get yourself boxes of Built Bars, use the code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Do you like to fix your car? rockauto.com is the place where you need to go. There's so many parts and makes and models of cars these days that it's really hard. It's actually, it's impossible for a local bricks and mortar store to stock it all. Plus, you're going to pay more. Plus, you have to line up. Plus, you have to go somewhere. Plus, the bloke behind the counter, who wants to talk to him? Is he going to yeah, man, I'm going to order it? Nah, get out of here. Go to rockauto.com. Get everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamp, motor oil, even new carpet. Load them into your car. Rock Auto has been serving online do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And now... You can join in the goodness and save yourself that money. Why would you pay 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same parts? So go to rockauto.com, find all the parts for your car or truck and in there. How did you hear about us box? Right, locked on so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, let's go on to the next game. The third game of the day is the Boston Celtics. They are taking on, or they took on, the Houston Rockets. They get the win 107-97 in the end. 30 minutes for Al Horford. 17 and 10, three steals and three blocks. He looks awesome. He was eight of nine from the line. He is a clear, clear must-roster player. He's the 27th ranked guy this season in 27 minutes. 
because he's blocking shots at a stupid level, um, killing it. Jason Tatum, 50 fantasy points, 31 and 9 with four threes, a steal and a block. People were panicking about drafting Tatum. And I said, I, I mentioned this, I don't know where it was the other day, that maybe we got went a little bit too high in drafting him at like pick six or pick seven, as I saw in some leagues. But he's going to be in that 10 to 15 range pretty comfortably, I think. And even after some struggles, I think it's going to come good here. 31 in 37 minutes. There was no Jason, Jason, there was no Jalen Brown in this game. Marcus Smart, 36 minutes. 8, 6, and 5 with three steals. Marcus Smart is not a good shooter. He's got terrible field goal percentage. He's still the 82nd ranked player this season. He's not a droppable guy under any circumstance. Well, Dennis Schroeder stepped up with a really good game. 18-5-5 and in 33 minutes. Now, that is in large part because Jalen Brown is out. So while you can stream him, they've got a back-to-back on Monday. Yeah, they play again Monday, so you can stream him in case Jalen's out. I'm not feeling super confident that Schroeder is going to be a must-roster guy. Let's talk about the Rock DJ. So let's start with that, and you look at it and you go, two and four with a steal and a block. Josh, it's shithouse. And I say, yes, it's shithouse. There is no denying that. But I'll tell you what I look at and I go, don't panic. All right. He's still the 49th ranked player this season. He still played 28 minutes. He had a usage of 3% in this game. And that's where I look at it and go, okay, 3%. I will 100% guarantee you that is not anywhere near sustainable. He, no, he will not be a 3% guy. He might be an 11% guy usage. He might be a 14% usage player, but he won't be a 3% usage guy. So that one field goal attempt, sorry, my bad, two field goal attempts will not remain that low. It'll be six or seven or 10 or whatever it is. Now, the low rebounds and the low blocks is annoying. But if he's getting 28 minutes a night, he's going to do pretty much what we hoped he would do. We didn't even know he'd get 28 minutes a night this season. So I don't think there's much need to panic. They, Yes, they did close the game with Grant Williams over Rob Williams. right? They, they did that, and Grant Williams has been impressive. We'll talk about him in a second. But I'm not panicking about Rob Williams. Let's talk about Grant Williams now. 18 points, 31 minutes. He hit five threes. He's shooting at like 70% from three or something like that, something that's going to come down. You look at the ranking list, he's the 84th ranked player this season, Grant Williams. And you go, Grant Williams? Grant Williams? He's a guy that I loved coming out of college and then was probably a bit disappointed the first two years and he's really stepped up. But let me tell you this. The first game of the season, Al Horford was out. He played 31 minutes. He looked great. The second game of the season, Al Horford was in. He played 10 minutes. This game, Jalen Brown is out. He plays 31 minutes. How do we get 30 minutes of Grant Williams if that full starting five is intact? We saw it intact in game two, and he played 10 minutes. It would mean squeezing Josh Richardson out. You're taking Pritchard or Neesmith completely out of the rotation, Romeo Langford. I don't think there's 30 minutes there for Grant Williams. So while you look at him as an 84th ranked player, you go, holy shit, that's a 12-team league guy. Mate, that's a 10-team league guy. But it's not in reality. I just find it hard to see how he's going to push into 30 plus minutes a night when everyone's healthy. The two big games have come without either Horford or without Jalen Brown. I'm not telling you to not grab him in like a 16-teamer. Go ahead. But that ranking is probably misleading. For the Rockets, Jalen Green, man, we, we say this all the time. Like He's going to be rough early on. He's probably going to be theoretically unrosterable early on. Although, of course, you have to roster him and you have to hold him. Took two games. Third game in, 30 points, eight triples. I'm encouraged by the one steal and two blocks as well with three assists. 61% shooting and 80% from three. We all know it's not real, but he looked excellent. 
The wild thing, Jay Sean Tate, he barely played in game one. 35 minutes here. 12 and 8, 4 assists, 2 steals. I still worry that his upside's pretty low, but he should be on a 12-team roster. While the crucifix, Christian Wood. Let's go straight to the free throws. 8 of 10. Remember, he was shooting like 40% in the uh, preseason. He shot 73% across like four years in the G League. He can be a good free throw shooter. And they mentioned on the broadcast that he's working on some different strategies to get it up. Eight of 10 here and one of one last game. That's nine of his last 11. That's an encouraging trajectory. Really good stuff. Alperen Sengun. Guys, he's the 92nd ranked player and he hasn't played over 20 minutes a game yet. Seven and four, four assists, three steals and a block. He should not be on any waiver wire. I know 20 minutes is annoying. If they say, screw this shit, we're starting him in place 25, I, I, I shit you not. Maybe he's a top 60 player. Maybe. He's so good. Imagine letting him slip to pick 16 and then having that pick and trading it away. Um, Daniel Tice, no business in a 12-team league. Well, Cousin Kev. 37 minutes for Kev. 15 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. But of course, he was shit-ass for his field goal. He was dreadful for his free throws. And he had a million turnovers. He's just up and down. I think Kevin Porter can be a quite good NBA player. People look at him like, man, he is like an elite, all-NBA-level prospect, which I find complete bullshit. I just do not believe in that at all. He's clearly a must-roster player. You do not drop him. But there are going to be these bad nights, and we are going to have to deal with the fact that he has these nights where he's doesn't get, he doesn't get any steals and blocks, and he's going to kill both your percentages, and the turnovers are going to be disgusting. He is not that good. And I think when we have that in our head, that he has the flashy games... And then he has the dreadful ones. And getting that consistency is what makes players really good. And he's not there yet. I don't know if he ever gets there. I think he can be a quite a good NBA player. But I don't think... I think if we set the over-under of all-star games for Kevin Porter Jr. at 0.5, I'd probably take the under. But I am, of course, notoriously low on the internet's relative Kevin Porter. I reckon that'll do it for this game. I don't think we need to talk... Well, interestingly, KJ Martin, out of the rotation. I thought maybe there was a decent role for him. There were some people who thought he'd played 28 minutes a night and start off the bat, which of course was insane at the time, but I thought he could get like 18 minutes out of the rotation. Done. Interesting. Didn't, didn't, uh, did not expect that to be the case. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Sixers win at 115-103. I thought for sure that there would be no chance that Joel Embiid would play. On a back-to-back, with a sore knee, against the Thunder. Not only did he play, but he played 33 minutes. 22-9-6, a steal, three blocks. That should give you uh, the terrified feeling of, holy shit, he's going to get hurt. Or also the awesome one, man, I picked him at pick 10. He's going to blow up. He's going to go bananas. Um, That's a really big game. Seth Curry is on fire. 28.7 triples. The three-point shooting will cool cool off, but roster him now. And we'll see what happens later on. While Toby Harris, eh, a little bit disappointing for the Thick Hogsman here. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Low usage, 14, 9, and 5. Like, it's a real fart of a line. I'm holding Tyrese Maxey, 14, 5, and 2, despite 31% shooting. When Simmons is back, if he's ever back, or when he's traded, then Maxey's probably going to lose value. But for now, he is a 12-team league guy. My man, Paul Reed, he only played nine minutes. I thought he'd get more with Andre Drummond out, but... 2-5-2 and two with a steal and a block. This is what Paul Reed does. Like, he plays and the numbers just go out of nowhere. Like, they're, just, they're huge numbers for nine minutes. It's only nine minutes, though. And he's not going to play most nights. Well, Dan Green got to 28 minutes, 11-8, and eight, while the, the painter Matisse Thibel just played 20. Of course, Thibel had three blocks and a steal in that time. And that is where all of his value is concentrated. And let's talk about the Thunder, who, let's be honest, their first few games this season were as bad as you'll ever see. They were pretty competitive here. Let's start with everyone's favorite panic guy, 
Shay Gildas Alexander. I'm like, what do I do with Shay? Oh, he's terrible. Uh, 39 minutes, 29, 6 and 8, triple 1, 47 and 83 is his percentages. Get into the line 12 times. Like, it's an awesome, awesome game. There is no denying he's been dreadful. He was outside the top 250 before this game. Now he's 117th. While we need to hold a bit. And we also need to hold on Josh Giddy. Man, Josh was so biased. Someone actually yesterday, in the what, my What to Watch For show yesterday, I said that I was going to watch to see Giddy, see how he played, see what his minutes were like. Man, you're so biased. How can you still have him on a watch list? This is trash. He's a, he's a bust. All right. 19, 8, and 7 with four steals for Giddy in 34 minutes. Now, you do not, under any circumstance, expect this. Right, every game. 62% shooting, it's never going to happen. 19 points, probably it might not happen again. Four steals is high, but he was a good steals guy in the NBL. But the rebounds and assists, and he just looked at home. He looked comfortable. He's a must-roster player across every league. This is why we don't need to panic. Darius Baisley still shit us. Eight and seven in 32 minutes. Um, Jack Armstrong, what should we do in 12-team and 14-team leagues? Get that garbage out of here! Thanks very much. Lou Dort had 13 points. He played a lot, 37 minutes. He is a 12-team points league guy, but I do not believe he's a 12-team category league player. He's more of a 14-team league guy there. While Isaiah Roby, uh, yeah. Get that garbage out of here! Went from starting to not in the rotation. He's out. He's done already. They're playing Favors, Muscala, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Drop Roby. I think you can drop Pokashevsky, who had four points in seven minutes. I'd, I'd watch Mike Muscala here. The Moose played 16 minutes, 9 points, 3 threes, 2 steals. 18-team leagues, I'd add him. I'd add him in 16-team leagues just to see what direction they go. Favors had 6 and 5 in 19 minutes. He is not a 12-team league guy. You can clearly drop him there. And also in deeper leagues, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. 5 and 4 in 14 minutes. I think at some point he will start some games for this team. But it's just great to see Gildas Alexander and Giddy, really the two key pieces of this team, putting it together against a really good opponent and giving some level of encouragement to the Thunder fans. That's that's the thing that I'm really excited about, to see that level of production from those blokes. All right, so let's go on to the next game. The Warriors get the win on the road against the Kings. They stay undefeated, 119-107. Steph was pretty good, 27-7-10 and 10 with three steals. Didn't shoot that well, 39% overall, including just 27% from three, but he's uh, he remains excellent. And Jordan Poole, this is what we want to see. 32 minutes, 22 points, 3 assists, 3 steals, 1 block, 50% shooting, 16 attempts, 26 usage. We were worried those first two games. Uh, why was he playing 25 minutes? Why is Damian Lee in over him? Well, this is why. This is what we wanted to hold for. Let's hope it continues. Draymond had 14, 6, and 7. No defensive stats, but pretty good otherwise. But there was no Andre Iguodala. I thought we'd see a little bit more Otto Porter. We got a little bit more, I guess. 24 minutes. Five and nine. The three steals and the one block are nice, but there's no need for Otto Porter to be on a 12-team roster or probably even a 14-teamer. Bit of an empty night for Andrew Wiggins. 17 points with four rebounds and two threes. No defensive stats there, but that's yeah, pretty typical of what Wigo does. Well, remember, uh, actually, let's phrase it this way. Nemanja Bielica, revenge game. Two points in 10 minutes for Bielica against his former team. Um, missed all five of his shots. After that first game, things have gone downhill really quickly. There is no need to have Nemanja Bielica on a 12-team roster. There's probably not even re- reason to have him on a 14-teamer, although I might just hold him there. Toscano Anderson had three points, while the mitten, Gary Payton the second had 10 points in 17 minutes. Nice little energy play from Payton there, but nothing for us to really see. Well, Damo Lee played just the 23 minutes. Um, on to the Kings, Rashawn Holmes, Holmesy. 32 minutes, 16, 11, two blocks. The amount of people I had in the pre is, man, I'm so worried about Holmes. 
They're going to play Thompson over him, aren't they? Uh, that obviously hasn't been the case. 16 and 11 for Holmes is great. While um, Tyrese Halliburton, eight points on nine shots is shithouse, but seven rebounds, nine assists, two threes, and two blocks is really, really good. Again, we had there was some people panicking after his first game. The shooting is still to come in, but that's good. The pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. He's not quite as hot as the first two games, but 24 and 7 with five threes is still pretty bloody good. And let's talk Davion Mitchell. Now, I'll happily tell you, like, I did not like the pick. In fact, I hated the pick at number nine. I thought he was a player that should get drafted in the 20s. His defense is legit. He is very small, and that's where I had the problems. Like, he's old, he's small, he can't shoot. He was really good today. He played 32 minutes, he had 22 points. Now, a lot of them came really early. He had three threes and four assists. He shot 56% from the field, still one of two from the line. The minutes are super encouraging. But prior to today, he was the 292nd ranked player in fantasy, despite playing 28 minutes a night. I am not rostering Davion Mitchell in 12-team leagues. What I am doing is getting worried about Buddy Heald. Six points for Heald in 25 minutes, 18% shooting. Two threes. Now, Buddy Heald, he needs 32 minutes and good usage to be a useful fantasy player because then he becomes a good points guy with good threes. If he's playing 25 minutes a night, he's a three-point streaming specialist, and that's it. I am not dropping him yet, but I'm absolutely bloody watching this because if Mitchell and Halliburton and Fox start getting the minutes ahead of Heald, then there's no point. You can move on. You just hold him for now. Speaking of Fox, I think it's a massive buy-low opportunity. There's something not right with him. He's not quite there. 17, 5, and 6. No defensive stats. He missed his only free throw. He can't hit threes. Like, he's not quite right. He was great in the opening game, and he's just been off the last two. I think it's a massive buy-low opportunity for him. He is a much better points league guy than category league guy. We know that because of his percentage struggles. But he's just... There's just something... Something that's not quite right there. Terrence Davis went from starting to playing over in 12 minutes while Alex Len was out of the rotation with Mo Harkless back. Harkless... Played 24 minutes for eight points. And Tristan Thompson, who was out of the rotation last game and back in, played six and seven. We don't need to worry too much about Tomo. I wouldn't have thought for uh, for games moving forward, though. So let's go on to the last game of the night. What a crazy slash absolutely annoying finish to this game we had as the Lakers win 121-118. I say annoying because I, I hate it. I hate the fact that you can foul blokes which fouling and giving free throws is supposed to be a penalty against your team, but you do it to work as a positive. The, and if you, ha- if you have a rule, which is intentional fouls are two shots on the ball, then what is this? If you're just grabbing someone as they're running past, is that not an intentional foul? It's bullshit. Get this out of here. Anything like that needs to be two shots on the ball so we eliminate this stuff where we just drag out with free throws. It is the most boring bullshit in the game. And it just drags out and it is, it is just so frustrating. And the answer is so, it's so clear. It is so obvious. These are intentional fouls. Pay them as intentional fouls and the problem will be gone. Like Thanos style, it's gone, snapped. It's out of there. So, so frustrating to see, um, to see that sort of stuff go on. Like it's just, it's just annoying, really. It's, it's so, it's so annoying to have that, um, you be that sort of an issue that we're, it, I don't know. If it, does it ruin games? Probably. It ruins the end of games, I, I feel. I, I know that so much of it is trying to set up game winners, but this sort of stuff is it's ridiculous. I know I'm going on about it, but it's... 
yeah, it's uh, it's it's pre- it's pretty annoying. Let's leave it at that. But let's look at the actual performances in this game. Ja Morant was amazing. He was electric. 38 minutes for Ja. Unfortunately, he didn't hit that last free throw, which would have tied the game up. Can't blame the bloke. 40 points, 5 triples, 10 assists, 3 steals, 62% from the field, and 82 from the line. That is that is excellent. Now, one of the reasons that, you know, in category leagues, I've, I've, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you a million times. Like, I am down on Ja Morant at getting him at pick 40 in, in category leagues. I hated it. Right? I picked him around 60, 70, no problem. Because he never hit threes, he didn't get steals, and he had below average efficiency. Well, when you're going to hit five threes, get three steals, shoot 62 and 82%, then that's, that's the problem fixed. Expecting all those things to be fixed on a permanent level is pretty tough. But that's just an amazing performance from Jar. He's been excellent to start this year. He's been unbelievably good from a real-life perspective and from a fantasy perspective. In a points league, he's always been like at least a top 30 guy. And yeah, he's or top 40 guys this week when I just push it back a little bit. But he's really, really turning the corner. Now, I think there's some element of it being a, a, a bit of a sell high for Jar because what he's shooting like insane percentages, like yeah, over 55% from the field, over 80 from the line. And it's more the, um, it's more the field goal percentage that I think is going to come down. Steven Adams has also exceeded my expectations. 34 minutes. I had no, under no circumstance that I think they'd play him that much. 14, 16, and 6. The 6 assists are a huge surprise too. He's probably a must-roster guy, as is Desmond Bain. 17, 5, and 4 with 3 steals for Bainey. Well, Melton wasn't quite at his best, but still. 13, and then 3, 3, 3, 3. 3 threes, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. He's a must-roster player, DeAnthony Melton, the wave pool. Not a great night from Jaron Jackson. Bit of a buy low, if you ask me. 12 points on 12 shots. That's 25% shooting. Two threes, five boards, and two blocks. But still, you can see how that gets better. I don't understand why you're playing Xavier Tillman. Oh, the Lakers are so big. That's cool. But Tillman was out of the rotation. He comes in, he plays 22 minutes, and he's a team worst minus 22 in that time. They took John Conchar out of the rotation to get him in there. Yeah, pretty pretty silly decision, I think. Brandon Clark had four points in 13 minutes. He's not a 12-team league guy. Zaya Williams is also pretty trashed. Nine, minus 22 in his 18 minutes. While Kyle Anderson, I think it's pretty clear that he's a drop. Two points in under 20 minutes. One of eight shooting. There's just no need, I don't think. The upside's not high enough to hold him in 12-team leagues. For the Lakers, Mallow went off. 28 points, six triples, two blocks, a steal, 67% shooting. A fantastic performance from Carmelo Anthony. We're not adding him in 12-team leagues. He's a streamer. He can hit some points. He can hit some threes, but he's just not going to do it regularly enough. 22-8 and eight for Davis with four blocks. 71 from the line. Yeah, it's not great, but still good numbers. Well, LeBron looked like... The, I thought, oh, shit, has he done his ACL? Like, his knee's done. Like, what's going on? Comes back, has 19-6-6, six six, four threes, two steals, two blocks. Unfortunately, he had uh, just 37% shooting. At least one of his starting teammates was worse than that. It, it was a rough efficiency night from LeBron. Well, speaking of rough efficiency nights, Russell Westbrook, 37 minutes for us. 13 points, 7 rebounds is alright, 13 assists is great, 4 steals is excellent, um, a true shooting of 39% is absolutely abysmal, 33 from the field and 50 from the line, just trash, trash efficiency, but we love those assists and steals. John Red Jordan's numbers, 8 and 8 in 14 minutes with 3 blocks and 80% looks great, he is so bad, he's actually atrocious, he sh- and you can look at those and go, well if he gives me that, then I can use it, that's all well and good, he should not play any minutes whatsoever. That's the problem is you can look at that and add that in deep leagues, but give it a month, he's not playing. He's, there's just no way he can play. Bazemore had 11 points while Malik Monk had 12 points in his 21 minutes. Some nice shooting from Monk and the four assists. 
are also pretty solid. While uh, HBK, Austin Reeves, the sexy boy, he uh, he took the minutes away from Avery Bradley, who had that nice little run opening night against the Warriors and then has just been the same as Avery Bradley has been for the last three to four years. Actually useless, like not providing anything of any real um, any real value. Let's look at the top players in category leagues for today. We have got number one, Ja Morant. Number two, Cole Anthony with a tremendous performance. Number three was the double royal, Julius Randle. Miles Bridges at four. Jalen Green at five. Kevin Durant, six. Steph Curry, seven. Shea Gildas-Alexander at eight. Carmelo Anthony at nine. And Josh Giddy at 10. The guys that are rostered in under 50% of leagues, Cole Anthony and Carmelo Anthony battling it out for the best C Anthony in the league. Um, Cole is a 12-team stream option. Uh, Mallow's more 14-team. Terrence Ross, interesting points and threes guy. Cody Martin, yeah, deeper leagues. DeAndre Jordan's there. As I said, the line was all right. I'm not adding him anywhere, though. Grant Williams, really hard to trust the minutes. Danny Green, LaMarcus Aldridge, who's worth at least a flyer for 12s. Ish Smith's a deeper league guy. Then Davion Mitchell comes in at number 10 on this list. And lastly... We look at the top 10 players in points leagues. Julius Randle's at number one. Cole Anthony, Ja Morant, Steph Curry, Miles Bridges, Joel Embiid, Shea Gildas-Alexander, Jason Tatum, Joshy Giddy, and Kevin uh, Durant. Now, the last thing that I want to do on today's show is give an update on the Locked On Championship Leagues. In the Roto League, which I didn't broadcast the draft that, it was a long-ass auction that we did. It went for like almost three hours. I didn't, bro- And for me to actually concentrate on a league where I'm putting money in, I, I, it's hard to talk and do it at the same time. My team's finishing second. Well, currently, they're second in the standings behind the Mainers. They're leading. And then in the head-to-head league, I won one because we play two matchups each, each week. I won one of them, and I lost the other one. Um, I'm eighth out of 12 in that one, and Styles of Beyond is leading that league. That'll do it for us today. Hope you guys enjoyed the first, not quite full week, but first week of NBA action. Hope you won your matchups. Let me know in the comments below on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Leave, um, yeah, so leave those comments, subscribe. And on Apple Podcasts, follow us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And on the Odyssey app, guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.